and we are back and we are the run duo i am tommy what's up y'all i am india hey india what's going hey, on hey 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 yes in, yes indeedy another two weeks has gone by this is episode yes. what are we 115 115 115 115 how's the training going oh my gosh it's been interesting i'll just say that it has been interesting it has been some roller coasters but i've been getting it done i've been pivoting doing whatever i need to do to to keep it moving and just really i think what's been different for me this training cycle tommy is that i know what to expect from training. I know what to expect from race day in the midst of like what it entails to run 26.2 miles. And so I think for me, I'm just kind of tapping into, you know what this is, you know, training can be a son of some son of a gun. And you know that training in heat and humidity in Atlanta will also, you know, make you feel like you are horrible. <laughs> like you can't run or you don't know how to run. And this is your first mile that you have ever run. So I'm just trying to remind myself and give myself grace in those spaces. So I hear you. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of doing the same thing. I've been under the weather a little bit. Uh, mm. Trey brought home, brought home a, a chest cold and mm. he gave it to me. But um, I'm trying to fight through it. I've been going to the gym uh, more, you know, since I haven't, you know, my, my lungs haven't been in the shape to really run. So I've right. been going to the gym a lot and, uh, you know, lifting that kind of thing, just trying to keep the blood flowing until I feel better and I can get back out there on the pavement. But it's only been a few days. So it hadn't, I hadn't like missed a week or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Same for me. Just, I've been, I've been getting the miles in. Sometimes I'm having to, um, adjust like what time of day or whatever that I'm doing it in, but I'm getting the miles done. I'm getting my long run. I'm getting the distance of the long run on done. So I'm appreciative of it. And I'm definitely looking forward to the next coming weeks. And I'm looking forward to this heat and humidity to decrease a little bit. <laughs> We're in August. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's, it, that's, that heat and humidity is not playing in Atlanta right now. It's not. And, you know, I was thinking, I was like, okay, so when I trained for a marathon last time, was it during the summer? And I was like, yeah, I guess I, you know, the training part at least was during the yeah. summer. But you know what's going to pay off? When it starts to get cool, mm-hmm. our times are going to start dropping. We're going to be flying. Yeah, yeah we're going to be rolling like it's mm-hmm. nothing. So we, mm-hmm. we, we'll, we'll use this time to, to build up that that um, endurance. But when it starts getting cooler, it, it'll pay off for us. Definitely, definitely. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And I'm actually just looking forward to this experience. Um, a lot of – I don't have much racing on the calendar coming up. I honestly think that the Lululemon 10K is the next race. No, no, no. I lied. I lied. Tess's um, ATL Relay, which if you are in Atlanta and you have ever run the ATL Relay, the REI, ATL Relay 10K and 20K, this is the last year. This is the finale of that race. So this is the last year. It has been um, 10 years in running, technically 11, but 10 years in running of that race. It is a race that I absolutely love. So you can get four of your friends, pull them together do a 5K a piece to make the 20K, or you can run the 20K by yourself and the 10K by yourself. Um, But this is the last year of that race running, and I am super excited about it. Um, Myself and my bridesmaids are running it as a team. So we are super hype about it. But y'all, go sign up. It's going to be a great event. It's the last time running it. So I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hype. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now I was going to say, Tommy, I know you'll be a new dad by that point, maybe. But so you may not be I was because it's on. I'm looking up right now because I have all these races written on my my little whiteboard. Yeah, and I have it listed on you know for August 27th. But I actually had said, well, you know, that's a little bit after the the little girl gets here. But yeah. even when because Heather came down, she's like, 
it's the last one. Yeah. Like, and I was like, you know what? I might have to go ahead and hit that 10K. Yes. The last one. I need to get out there, get the 10K. She was like, why don't you get a team? I was like, I, I don't have time to do all that, to put a team together. But I, I think I can go out there and, you know, run, walk a 10K for it. Appreciate you, you, Mark Monroe. Y'all can pull together a quick. That's team. what she said, but I was yeah. like, yeah. Well, if okay, let me put it out there. If you want to put a team together and put me on it, that's great. But Tom ain't got time to be putting together shirts and getting everybody signed. That's organization is a little, you know, takes a little something. I can't do that right now. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely. It's the last one I said, yeah, I got I got to get out there for that. I um beyond that, I do, you know, beyond that and beyond the Lululemon 10k, um of course, I I did sign up for the DeKalb 4 miler, but that's one of the free races from the Atlanta Track Club, thank you. So, I'm not positive I'm going to um do it, but I did sign up for it. I signed up for Thanksgiving. Half. That's before we got into New York. Um but I don't know. Um, and I also signed up for the PNC 10 miler. Um, so I do have that as well on my calendar. That would be before um, the marathon, whereas the Thanksgiving would be shortly after the marathon. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it go. But we have such a remarkable guest that we're speaking to today. Thank you, Lou Lemon, for getting this hooked up with us. The Myrna, what the the uh, the motivator. Um, this young lady. I mean, you guys got to listen to this interview. She is so bubbly, so eclectic, so I mean, so entertaining. I mean, she brings her a point across in an entertaining way. Um, you could you could sit in and listen to her talk for hours. Um, so we've decided to cut our little shenanigans short. So we can get more time with her. All right. And we are back. We are the Run Duo. And we are here for episode 115. And we have the most amazing guest on our show today. We have Myrna Valerio. Now, listen, she is a mother, ultra marathoner, author, cyclist, weightlifter, hiker, opera singer, trail runner, speaker. She does work in the D. And I space anti-racism work. The list goes on. But hello, Myrna. How are you? You just made me tired by listing all of those things. And, and, <laughs> Myrna, and that that was a podcast. Y'all have a good day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yes. That's that's how long it takes to to introduce this young lady. And I'm but sure, I'm sure I probably missed some, but we'll probably exactly, talk about those exactly. things today. So. <laughs> Welcome, Myrna. Thank you for taking Thank time you. out of your day to be with us. It is yes. my pleasure. And yes. and. Thank you for having me on your show. I've actually taken a break from uh, doing podcasts uh, or being podcast, being a podcast guest. Okay. Um, um, because a lot of them have been, um, you'll probably delete this with um, <laughs> cis white males. Um, and I was tired of that, um, <laughs> of that vibe. And yes. so, um, so I'm really I'm really overjoyed to be with you two today. Thank and um, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm in my apartment in Vermont for once. Uh, I'm usually not home. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You're all over the place. (laughs) And uh, and I'm taking a break. I I am home and doing stuff from home. I have canceled most of my travel for August so Mm -hmm. I can properly send my son off to college. He's he's 19. He is going to college in New York State. And um, you know, I'm you know having some feelings about that. Yeah, I was gonna say I heard so, a little hesitation when you said going to college. Yeah, I heard it a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like three more weeks and he's he's in college. And um so I'm dealing with that. Uh and uh yeah I um I guess I should go back to kind of describing myself and what I do. And uh, you already did, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah I'm, I'm a, a black plus sized runner who prefers to trail run, uh, who loves long, long distances uh, up, up to 50 K. I mean, I've done a hundred K, but mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that was um, one and done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cause it took literally all day. Mm-hmm. And then some, mm-hmm. Um, I do do DEI work. Um, I was a teacher for a long time. I taught Spanish music and then I was a DEI head uh, or um, director at the last school I was at in Georgia, Raven Gap Nicucci School up in Raven mm-hmm. County. Okay. Um, or should I say Raven Gap Nicucci um, <laughs> School? Well, because um, there's a lot of um, <laughs> consonants and vowels. <laughs> and <syllables. laughs> um, and um yeah, I'm a cyclist. I just returned from Kenya. Oh wow. I was in Kenya for 10, 11 days, um, doing a seven-day cycling tour from outside of Nairobi to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hundreds of kilometers that I didn't do a lot of. <laughs> because it was really hard and um you know I was uh exhausted I I went into the trip exhausted but it was phenomenal and so special to be in the motherland we'll talk about that later um and uh yeah what else do you want to know I I yes I am a singer um I did go to conservatory um for undergrad um and yeah and I'm a writer I'm actually I was before uh hopping on with y'all I was working on my second book okay um because my agent is uh, breathing down my back and he's hello, <laughs> hello where's the next one yeah where's the next book <laughs> oh she knows it's being written she's checking on me yeah uh-huh. um she's awesome i love her um a little scared of her. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's 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 what's up with me. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, you know what, Myrna, I will say, so I know that Brooklyn, you grew up in Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken, and you are now in Vermont, but you did have mm-hmm. some time in Georgia. And of course, I Tommy did. and I, Tommy and I are Atlanta-based runners. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little about a little bit about your time in Georgia. Do you have anything exciting that you miss about Georgia at all? Um, you know what? Uh, what's funny is that my stuff is still in storage in Georgia. <laughs> so you have to here. You still have here in Georgia. You are still residents. <laughs> You're still a Georgia bee. Um, um, it's it's so funny um, because I just won't move it. <laughs> um, Let me um, come on back. Come on I, back. I do. I do. Well, I will get a chance to go back in a couple of weeks. Um, I. Yeah, so I was up. I was a teacher up at the Raven Gap Nakuchi School uh, for five years. My son also went there, and he stayed an ac- actual extra year. Um, when I left to 
do the things that I'm doing now. And uh, yeah, it was, I loved it. I loved it. I had this beautiful four bedroom, three bathroom. That's important to me because I only have one bathroom now in a small mm-hmm. apartment mm-hmm. with a teenager. Anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, that faced the mountains at east so I saw the sunrise over the mountains every morning. Um, I loved my students. I loved my job. Um, and uh, and I ran a lot and mostly trails mm-hmm. around there. Um, but I also did a lot of road running mm-hmm. as well, just for training. I would I would get up three or four times a week super early and run mm-hmm. with my colleagues. We would greet the sunrise unless it was winter because it would still be dark when we were done. Yes. Uh, you know, I'd run with the cows. <laughs> you know, because it was farmland. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, and it was and it's just such a precious memory. Um, I got a lot of running in on just a lot of fitness stuff. Um, I was I was so fit. I was so fit. (laughs) I was more fit than I am now, even though I do more sports. Um, And yeah, I, I absolutely adored it. Now, I have not run really um at all in Atlanta Mm. um I've done a little bit of running well at Stone Mountain but that's not Atlanta um and then uh what is it Sweetwater Creek yes park uh Uh also not Atlanta Atlanta. um (laughs) I think I did I did a photo shoot or or a shoot for I think it was CNN maybe um at the big park. I can't remember the big park. There was Piedmont Park. park. Okay. Mm-hmm. I ran a little there and that was it. Okay. <laughs> that okay. was it. Our, so we can say that that is Atlanta and Tommy and I pro- should probably stop saying that we're Atlanta based runners because both of us live in the suburbs. Yeah. So we're not <laughs> like nobody lives in Atlanta. Anymore. We're not like <laughs> no one lives in Atlanta anymore. It's too daggone expensive. So it's just is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but as far as Tommy and I do go downtown all the time to run um, and a lot of our races are are there but we are close like 20 mm-hmm. to 30 minutes from okay the yeah city. so you know we just claim atlanta atlanta metro is that what yeah. you call it yeah okay, atlanta there, you metro. there you go yeah. but you know according <laughs> to that song we don't live in atlanta you yeah know that, that ain't atlanta <laughs> that ain't atlanta <laughs> Tucker, that ain't Atlanta. Right. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> so have you always been this eclectic? I mean, even when like when you were a kid, were you like the type of person that did a lot of different things or has this just kind of come over time? I've I've always been the type of person to overextend myself with all of my interests. <laughs> um you know, in, and, w- and that really started, I guess, in high school when I had this incredible opportunity. I went to boarding school, um, which is why I'm such a, a boarding school person, taught at boarding schools. I'm, a, I'm on the board of a boarding school. <laughs> like, um, I love boarding school. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really where I began to flourish as, uh, as a person and as someone who was multifaceted. Uh, I tried out for the hockey team the day I got there, got on the hockey team, started wow. running because of that. I was also a musician and I was uh, in the the honors the drama <laughs> society. I hate acting, <laughs> but I was in it. I was, you know, head of all these clubs. I was, I, I was a writer. I was this, I was that. And so there were lots of things that I had my hands in and I really preferred to be like that and for my life to be that way, even though it was really super stressful, but I couldn't imagine living without one of those things. You sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, that carries on till today, which I mean, it doesn't serve me all the time. 
<laughs> you know, in terms of my mental, emotional, and physical health. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out ways to, you know, not try to do everything because that's just my default. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've always been into everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. I was, um, I think it was listening to another podcast that you were on. And the first thing that came to mind when that person was introducing you was all the things that you did. And I said, you know, she sound like me doing a whole bunch of a lot <laughs> all <laughs> over the place, but, but similar to you and your story, that is what you thrive upon is being busy and doing a lot of things and, in, and enjoying what you're doing. Like, it's not as if you're just doing a lot of things and like, why am I doing this? But right. you're, you're adventuring and doing a lot of things that you absolutely love. And obviously has been of service to you. It has. Um, and I don't have any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now I totally understand that. So of course, Myrna, you have, you still have your fat girl running blog. Is that still, I know you don't write it anymore, but it's still kind of your entry into this world that of Myrnavator. Are you still actively doing anything in it or is it just up and you just have people that comment at, from time to time in it? Nah, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> blogging is over. Uh. <laughs> uh, I should, you know, I should probably archive it. But um, <laughs> um, I, you know, I started that when I was training for my first marathon, um, Marine Corps in 2011. And I, I just wanted a place to share. I'm a writer. I've always been a writer. And I also didn't want to have to edit my stuff <laughs> or, you know, have anybody edit my stuff. stuff and then take stuff out and like change the voice and stuff. Mm So I, uh, so I had fun with it and I told stories and about, you know, who I was and who I was as a runner, as an endurance athlete, um, who I wasn't. Um, and you know, what, what I wasn't willing to talk about because that wasn't the point of my blog. And, and, and I'm referring to weight loss and diet culture here. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and it was just a way for me to, to share this, this, uh, ongoing, I hate the word journey, but I guess that's the word that, that really encapsulates what this thing I'm doing is, uh, that I'm still doing. And it, uh, you know, it allowed me to really show myself to others as a plus size athlete, Mm -hmm. you know, with, you know, no holds barred, um, telling true stories about, you know, what it was like to be me at a race or doing training and what people would say to me, uh, both positive and negative and how I progressed as an athlete and as a human being. So mm-hmm. that's what, that's what the point of it was. And I had never, ever intended for it to be anything other than me sharing stories, mm-hmm. uh, and pictures right. and funny anecdotes. Right. <laughs> And then you learned that there were thousands of people that empathize with your story in the world. And here you are. Isn't that that funny? Because I was just trying to be a teacher. Right. You were just trying to be yourself. (laughs) And run and have fun and, um, and, and really connect with my students and my, and my athletes. Because then I, I became a coach as well. And then suddenly, you know, Wall Street Journal is like, hey, we love your blog. <laughs> Can we talk to you? And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And then, you know, that article comes out and then that is that was 2015. And that's the beginning of this thing that I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, seven years? Did I do the math right? Yeah. Seven years I've been doing this. Right. Um, four years full time. Right. Now, was there a shift for you um, when you... I'm sure you, in my mind, I would assume that you were always considered yourself an athlete, but when it was time to become the sponsored athlete and these 
well-known organizations are reaching out to you to be a part of the a part of their platform was there a shift for you to say okay i am worthy to be in this space and i should be in this space and i'm going to take it for what it is like what did that look like for you to be like this is really surreal for me mm-hmm. um it's still surreal um and you know every day i look at my life i'm like whoa what what's what is happening mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i think i think you know this this feeling of being uh you know a runner or an athlete which just came to me organically i i never didn't think i was an athlete mm-hmm. um because i was always an athlete since high school right, right? Mm-hmm. and i always even even if i you know, took some time off of running or some time off of going to the gym, except for those three and a half years, which proved to be very problematic for me um, before 2008 or from, I guess, from 2004 to 2008. Um, I, you know, I was always, I was always a runner. Mm-hmm. I ran. So I was a runner. Mm-hmm. So like that, that whole narrative about me being a fat person and not being a runner because people think those things are <laughs> mutually exclusive. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, you know, I, I never had that, that thought didn't enter my mind. I was just a runner. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was fat and I'm still mm-hmm. fat. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, so I just, that was just something that I grew into organically. I, I've had really good experiences with, with running. Um, and so I think that helped me not to even have a question about whether I was an athlete or a runner. That totally makes sense. Mm, that totally mm. makes sense. I think it's, um, when I think about it, like you said, it's the narrative of what the people that want to use or hear our story. And I say our, because I consider myself, I'm not sure what, what the mainstream of what people think. I'm African-American mm. and I am, I would consider myself plus size as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of people assume that there potentially is a shift or acceptance or well, when did you become this? And mm-hmm. it's like, but I've been doing this. You just may not have noticed me, <laughs> but I've been great. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I've been great. I've been doing amazing things and I've been doing everything, you know, that I've, that I've been doing has been what it is. So, yeah. And I think people are so concerned with calling themselves something. Right. And I, you know, like, and, uh, or being part of a group and I get it. I totally get it. You know, like mm-hmm. you want to identify with, with a group or something, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that you feel gives you some self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I was already worthy. So, um, and that, that comes from my upbringing, that comes from my, my education, that comes from the kind of the family that I was surrounded with. And so, um, and I know a lot of people didn't have that. And I, and I, I want to acknowledge that that wasn't my experience though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, you can definitely, t- I mean, just speaking with you, I can tell that you're an intelligent person. Um, but was it more the the education side that gave you all the confidence? Was it more the athletic side that gave you all the confidence or was it a combination of the two? Oh, it was, um, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, I think it's, it's both and also my family. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my family is incredible and they still like, I hope think very highly of me. <laughs> Sometimes I'm really stupid. Um, but, but um I yeah, yeah, definitely. Is that me? No. Okay. Um I yeah, definitely, you know, playing sports um gave me um the knowledge that 
I could do really hard things, even though they hurt, even though I felt like I was going to die <laughs> or my lungs were going to like explode. Um, and, you know, and it helped that I had, I had a great coach. Um, I wrote a whole chapter about that first day in field hockey. Um, and she's the reason why I'm a runner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because even though I was doing pretty horribly at this, at the tryouts, I, I was doing, I was doing really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I had the wrong clothes on. It was hot. And she had us doing uh, line drills, which used to be called suicides. Um, and uh, and I, I was really horrible. And she's like, hey, you know what? This is hard. I get it. You're here. Clearly, you want to stay. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. And, you know, that was it. That was it. That was, I was sold. Um, and then I became a field hockey player. And then because of that, I was like, oh, well, what other sport can I play? Then I played lacrosse. And then I and I started running because I wanted to get better at those sports. And so, it, you know, the 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 conf, it's like a, a mix of confidence and curiosity. You know, what else can my body do? What else could I do? Um, and definitely um, on the academic side, um, I was I was in in the gifted program. And then I went to boarding school. Um, and so, I mean, I, I sound very, um, narcissistic, but I I mean, I know it's smart. Right. And, um, and so, but I'm also curious and I love to learn things and I love to, uh, be around people who love learning. And so I became a teacher (laughs) and, um, and so, you know, I think both of those things in combination and also with the with the help and support of my family, um, like just gives me, again, the knowledge that I could do hard things, um, uh, even though they're not always comfortable, even though they're not always enjoyable, <laughs> um, like this Kenya trip. The writing was not enjoyable because it was so hard, but I learned mm-hmm. so much about myself and I became a more confident cyclist because of that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and um, even, you know, so like it, it's it's a combination of all those things. And I think anybody who says, well, you know, um, I'm just naturally confident. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Some of those people are yeah, OK, fine, fine. Maybe that's maybe that's the reality. But I think it's always a combination of things and experiences. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I definitely agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all met the person that we're like, why are you so confident? Because you're not really all that. But <laughs> you, you talk to him for a minute and go, oh, OK, I see yeah, your experiences have, 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 have made you that way. OK, got it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is not to say, I'm sorry, which is not to say that I'm not insecure because I'm hella insecure a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just I think everyone has a pocket of insecurity mm-hmm. and there's certain things in certain areas that were just, listen, we, I can talk about that all day and I am good. So <laughs> I totally get that. So tell us a little bit more about this Kenya trip. I am super excited to hear about it. And I, I want you to at least tell me one big thing that you learned about yourself. At least one. You don't have to tell us all the secrets, but. That I'm scared of zebras. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> That's only one part. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I um, have a ski partner. So like a couple of years ago, um, I wasn't a skier and, um, and she, uh, this woman, uh, Jen Gorecki call, calls me up and says, Hey, I want you on my skis. Um, and so she became my ski partner. Uh, and I learned to ski and I'm addicted to skiing. Now I'm a skier. I am a skier. Okay. Claim it. I am a skier. 
as as Medea would say, black. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, and so a couple of I guess a year into that partnership, she goes, "Hey, I have this crazy idea. Would you come to Kenya with me?" Hmm. I'm like, "What? What's happening in Kenya?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's really, <laughs> um, that's really weird." Anyway, so she goes, "Well, I have this non for profit." And uh, where I raise money to give microloans to people in these small rural communities, these women in small rural communities, because mm. she had done some work out there pre- previously. And um, so I was like, uh, yeah, she's like, well, um, it's a cycling trip. <laughs> it's seven days of cycling, five days on, two days off, and then two days on um, with two days at the beach at the end um, and a couple of days in Nairobi beforehand. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I just started being a cyclist. (laughs) And uh, in 2020, everything happened in 2020. Lululemon happened in 2020. Um, The ski thing happens in 2020. That was, you know, I know it was a horrible year for most people. It was horrible, horrible. Uh, But I just suddenly had all of these opportunities um, to do different things. And also I was injured. Uh, so I couldn't run. And, um, and when I tell you, I'm just now getting back in the group. I was going to ask you how well you are in the group. Yeah. Uh, um, that was 2020. Uh, the knee is amazing. The knee is fine. Um, but, uh, yeah. So like I, and I go to Kenya and this was a couple of weeks ago. And the, the, the crucial thing here is that I had not trained properly. Because I've been on the road full time uh, for speaking, for events, for this, for that, for photo shoots. And uh, again, I'm not complaining <laughs> at all because like who who gets to live a life like I do? Not a lot of people. So I uh, so I went in. I, I had messed up my visa. So I came late. So I had to rebook my ticket. Got there. Got there late on the day. Basically, the night before um, we had to start a ride. And I was jet lagged. I was so jet lagged. And each day was up to 90 kilometers of riding. And so day one, <laughs> I, I didn't ride 90 kilometers. <laughs> In fact, I never rode 90 kilometers. I did I did five and a half miles the first day because I was so jet lagged and I got on it was a supported trip, so I got on the bus with our lovely oh, okay. bus driver, Danny, who was amazing, who started calling me Mama Africa. Um, <laughs> um, he could only do that because he was black. And, <laughs> I was <laughs> Yes, the brother can call you Mama the Africa. The brother can yeah. call you that. <laughs> Nobody else ever tried. Nobody else. <laughs> Just the brother. And... Um, and so, yeah. So, and then the next day I rode 30 miles, which is whatever amount of uh, kilometers. And then I, I, you know, I learned that I couldn't ride that much every single day. Um, and, and that it in fact did hurt. It was, we were, we were riding gravel, like and dirt roads. Some, oh. there were some miles on pavement and, um, I rode a lot of those miles uh, and then, and I ride gravel here in Vermont. So like the right. gravel, gra- riding dirt roads is not new to me. 
Um, but there was a lot of elevation gain, uh, a lot of elevation gain. And I was just, you know, I've been tired from from traveling and I've had COVID three times. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So um, and that definitely has weakened my immune system. It's been really hard to like Breathing be everything. At, yeah, everything. Be at 100. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the next day is 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 tough as well. And so I, you know, every other day I'm riding between 20 and why well, I want to say 29 miles um, with 18 miles or 13 miles in between. And so I'm feeling like I'm in my head and I'm not a person really to get in my head, but I, but I knew like, I'm like, I suck at this. <laughs> like, we all have our I'm so bad. I'm the slowest. I'm always the first to get on the bus. Um, and uh, you know, all these things are, uh, are going through my head and I'm in a really negative space, which is uncharacteristic of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is a new thing for me to have to contend with. And, you know, here are all these like these really strong women, all white, except me. So that was another thing that I was contending with, you know, like, yeah. what was my role here? Was, was it a sociocultural role? What was that? You know, the people were like, you look like us, but you're with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Ah, you're American. Okay. 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 You know, because yeah. they would start speaking to me in Swahili and I'd be like, uh, it means no worries <laughs> the rest of your day. <laughs> anyway, um, and so, uh, so yeah, all this stuff is going on, but you know, I did learn that I was, uh, that I was getting better at cycling and I, I knew that, that I was becoming more confident, uh, cause I am not a confident cyclist. And, um, and, and I had to like kind of develop some strategies for the negativity in my head. Mm. Um, sort of like detaching myself from the situation and saying, you know, like I still am doing way more than I've ever done. And, you know, cycling wise, Uh, I'm in Africa. I'm in Africa. I'm, I'm learning so much about the continent and the people. Um, and, uh, and people are so kind and the, the terrain is so varied and, and there is a lot of poverty here. I'm so grateful to be in the U S and I, that, you know, that gratitude comes with a lot of complexity, of course. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, I, you know, I get to do this. I get to do this. I, I chose to do this. And so, and that's stuff that I, that I have carried over from running. Like I, when I'm having a, a bad training session, which is a lot lately, uh, I get to do this. I, I can move my body. A lot of people in my family can't move their bodies like this. A lot of people in the world can't move their bodies like this. Um, I get to travel to really incredible places. I get to meet incredible people. I get to do a keynote speech for Lululemon. I mean, like, I mean, I, I, so I'm, I'm really, really fortunate. Um, and yeah. And so like that, that, the the theme of gratitude kept coming back every single day. I, I am grateful for this because this is teaching me a lot and it's, it's not easy and I am not enjoying it, which is again, so far removed from all of my experiences. Uh, I didn't, you know, but I, I, I didn't enjoy the writing so much, but I enjoyed the experience of the, the, the entirety of the experience. And then we ended up at the beach in the, the Indian Ocean uh, at some c- cottage um, for two days with white sand beach, you know, white sand and, 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 and blue water and rainbows and stuff and monkeys. <laughs> not, the, not the Japanese monkeys right. that, that are stealing kids, not like those monkeys. These are the monkeys that just steal cookies from, from the table. <laughs> 
Yes. So the adventure definitely was that. And like you said, being able to overcome those negative thoughts and mm-hmm. redirecting them to gratitude, which mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things that kind of helps most of us kind of get through. Um, do you ever, when you're thinking about your gratitude, do you ever think about the representation that you have? Because I know so many people that have found you and your page and you just represent this array of not only being a black woman um but just being an amazing individual that is powerful that is standing up for who you are identifying as yourself not trying to mold into Mm. what society wants us to be um and just just like rewriting that narrative do you ever think about that um when it comes to your gratitude yeah you know what i do think about that and here's a here's a really cool example from kenya okay so So, okay, the word mama no no <laughs> means big mama, right? <laughs> and specifically asked, I, I wanted to know how to how did you how how to say fat lady. And so I asked one of our guides who is from there, I was like, how, well, how do you say fat lady? He's like, um, mama no no. And I'm like, okay, I'm mama no no, okay? Because I wanted to be able to hear it when when I was writing, because people would look at me and be like, whoa, what is you know, they saw the white people, they're already like, oh my God, so many white people. But then they saw me, this fat black woman on a bike. And that's something that a lot of them had never seen before. Mm-hmm. And so I did hear, it was like day five or day six. Um, <laughs> there was uh, a man who was like, big lady, big bike. <laughs> right? Jesus. I cannot. Oh. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, and I patted my butt. And I'm like, yes, mama, no, no. Right? <laughs> Right after that, uh, another woman was saying to our guide in Swahili, oh, she looks like me. Oh, she's big like me and she's on a bike. And, and like that, I know people are going to, you know, observe because it's, you know, nothing was, was uh, um, said negatively. You know, it was right. all, it was like an observation. Oh, here's a big woman on a, on a big bike. <laughs> anyway, my bike is not that big. Anyway, so, um, but... <laughs> Uh, but you know, the fact that this woman was like, Oh, she looks like me, mm-hmm. you know, that, that little moment there, that's why I do what I do. Oh, right. there's somebody that looks like me out there. There's right. somebody, uh, running. I did a, I did a shoot for my sock, my sock, um, sponsor the other day in Brooklyn. And, uh, you know how New Yorkers are, you know, we, we pretend like we're not looking, but we're looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and I and I did see people checking me out as I'm like running on the streets with all these photographers. Uh, and then and a guy comes up to me, uh, Puerto Rican man. <laughs> He's like, listen, I am so proud of you. <laughs> I, I hope that you have the best of everything that life has to give. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Yes. And, then, and then and then I told then I told him I spoke Spanish and then we started speaking about and he was like, yeah. I'm so proud. Oh my God. You know, what is this? A commercial? You know? Yeah. And um and you know, those little interactions just make it worth it does. all the travel and, and and also like having my sister, my sister's also a plus size woman. Um say my own words back to me when I was talking about this Kenya trip and how negative I was feeling and, mm-hmm. and how I was like, I felt so um, unathletic and unfit. And she's like, stop, stop, stop. And then she just started spouting my own words back to me. Mm-hmm. Most of us are sitting on the couch. <laughs> Most of us are doing this. What, what, you are in Africa riding a bike. 
doesn't matter how far or how many miles you did, you're up there and you're doing it, right? You took that risk to go, even though you were tired and overwhelmed and spent, you still took that risk to go. That's more than a lot of people are, are willing to do. And I was like, okay, sis, you can't, you can't tell me my own words. <laughs> I got it. Using my words against me. You know, that's always family that does that, right? It's always family. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> but you know, but they're watching and they're listening, you know? And, yeah. and I always say that I, the, what I do this for my family too. You know, uh, my family uplifts me and I want to uplift them right back. So, um, yeah, it's it's those moments. And when I when I am in an airport or somewhere really random like Michigan a couple of weeks ago um, at, on Lake Michigan doing a shoot, a woman comes up to me. She's like, are you the renovator? <laughs> and I'm like, um, um, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I thought it was you. And, you know, like just randomly uh, those encounters. Um, they they remind me that um, my story is bigger than myself. My, what I do is bigger than myself, um, and that people are watching, and hopefully people are learning. Hopefully they are they are becoming motivated to do something different in their own lives. Whether it's running or something else, whether it's starting a business, whether it's um, you know stepping outside for the first time and doing your workout outside in public or going mm-hmm. to a gym or whatever, because a lot mm-hmm. of people are, are are inside because they they don't want to show themselves. Right. Um, and and if I can be the spark that gets somebody to have a little bit of confidence or, or to, to fake having confidence, but do it anyway. Um, you know, or, I, or, or whatever it is, uh, then I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this one more story that I have that is directly connected to you. So I don't know if you know, remember Dr. Kimberly Rodriguez of Latinas uh, Running. Kim, yes. Yes. So she's a good friend of mine and Latinas Running just hit three years this past weekend. And, you are one of the main reasons why she started Latinas Running is because she's met with you at, I guess, I think it was a trail running fest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Women's Trail Fest, yeah. And she told you, you told her, do it. Just start it. Get out there and do it. Whatever you want to do, just start it. And she started Latinas Running after that. And it has been a flourishing organization. Um, so I just want to make sure mm-hmm. that you knew that uh, she adores you and uh, you are definitely a part of, yes, <laughs> you are a part of her story. Um, and just, I want to make sure that I add that to your thoughts of the amazingness that you're doing out in this community and continuing to, to inspire. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, and I, it is, it's, it's especially heartwarming that, uh, it, and I remember running together with her in that first trail fest, um, like how nervous everybody was and like oh my god Myrna Vader I was like look I'm slow (laughs) we just gonna run slow we gonna run these trails take pictures have a snack (laughs) you know and that you know and and it was just such a a wonderful time and I'm so happy and I've, I've been watching her and I've seen her a couple of times uh over the past couple of years just you know open up the world of running and 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 activity and movement to people who thought it was inaccessible right Right, definitely. Well, I'll say this. If I didn't already know why, just this conversation with you shows me why Lululemon would want you to be their (laughs) best. I mean, just, but another thing, have you ever thought about being a comedian? Because you've got like the voices (laughs) down, 
You do the imitation. Add, add it to the resume, Myrna. Add it to the resume. <laughs> if you ever do a stand-up, let me know. I'm coming because it's going to be hilarious. But anyway, as I was saying, I understand why Lululemon wanted you to be ambassador. Kind of talk to us about how that happened or how why, did they contact you? And you're like, okay. But, I mean, just kind of tell us how that happened. It is a very funny story. <laughs> <laughs> We're all struck with this thing of doing voices. Um, my brother's better than Ida. Anyway, so, um, uh, so yeah, so it was 2020. It was July. Uh, everyone's in lockdown. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, contend with this injury that I have. I hadn't quite d- decided to have surgery yet because I didn't know I needed surgery. Um, and so I'm in a... I was in a dark space <laughs> and I had started cycling. So that, that was kind of keeping me from like spiraling. And I get this kind of cryptic email from someone at Lululemon. I was, I was with another brand. Mm. Um, and uh, so I, I, the email says, um, hi Myrna, we, we were wondering if you would consider being a global run or on the global run team for Lululemon. And I was like, what? this is what? Cause people write me all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people are scammers some people are whoever, um, trying to sell me things. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> so I sent it to my agent, Margo. And I was like, the answer is no, mm-hmm. but find mm-hmm. out, find out, you know, what this is about because I already had a partner, uh, an apparel and shoe partner. Well, actually more than one apparel partner because nobody can, uh, at that point, no one could make everything that yes. that yeah. I could wear. Girl, girl, right? you got to piece it together, don't right. you? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, and so, you know, she, she, she has conversations with them back and forth. And then, um, so I'm like, what, what, I was like, what do they want? <laughs> uh, because my experience in the past that I had only had one experience, uh, and I was going into a store before I had my baby, like in 1999 or 2000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and then only having up to size 12. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay. It, it wasn't a negative experience. I, it was just like, oh, okay, well, I can't shop here. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then I heard all these other things. And, and so, but, and Marco's conversations with them, she, you know, she'd learned that they had, they were launching plus size, plus sizes. Um, and uh, they would, you know, they would love for me to, to perhaps <laughs> be beyond, uh, you know, beyond the, their ambassador team. And I said, so I finally had a call with them and, um, and, and Mike was on that call and uh, he was awesome. He was awesome. But, you know, you know, on this call, normally I'm very ebullient and smiley, but I, I was not smiley or ebullient on this call because I was like, I was like, what do you, why should I partner with you? Because, you know, of the former reputation and I had hard questions for them and they answered my hard questions. And, they, and if they didn't have an, an answer, they would find it. And then we would have another call and then we, you know, get to know each other a little bit more. And then I was like, they're winning me over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And <laughs> and then finally, so they sent me also sent me some clothes and I was like, 
let me try these things on. <laughs> just, just knowing that they weren't going to fit or that maybe they would fit, but they wouldn't look good because it would be in boring colors or, you know, they wouldn't be as stylish as their other clothes. And that was not the case. It, it was actually, I was like, mm, okay, I look good. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. And then they also sent my kid clothes and he, mm-hmm. and he, he's funny because he's, you know, a Nike kid. He's a basketballer. Okay. He's, okay. you know, he's like, oh, he's like, well, little lemons for like basic bitches. Right. <laughs> so he's, he's, they sent him clothes and did, did he not put on those joggers and be like, oh, Right. Can we get some more of these? Right. Right. <laughs> these feel good. <laughs> and and then I was like, okay, so I'm like, I, I like the clothes and they work because I uh, I had gone out and and done some writing in them. I wasn't quite running yet. Um, and uh, and some walking and they just they looked good. They looked really good. Uh, and I and I really enjoyed my interactions with everyone that I had had contact with. And you know, so I said yes. And uh, and. And that has been the nature of every single interaction I've had with anybody at Lululemon. Mm. Um, you know, and then, you know, like it's just been so wonderful to 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 be part of the, their whole um the, the plus size uh line that they have. Um and they finally listed them as plus sizes on the website. I saw mm. that, y'all. I saw it. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you know, have doing um the photo shoot, my first photo shoot with them was in Hawaii. Yes. Yes. Hawaii. And, um, and I was like, all right, I could dig, I, you know, I could dig it. You know, I'm just going to be like this. <laughs> and, yeah. Again, but they, the, you know, and then also being, um, one of their, um, on their diversity ambassador team um, and having important conversations with the higher ups there being on the product innovation, being involved with that. Um, in fact, I have a call tomorrow about a bra, you know, yes. like that's really important, you know? Um, and it, it's just been like every, again, oh. everything that I have done with them for them uh, and everything that they do for me has been incredible. Like I, it's, it, it is, and it's also a dream. I, it's, <laughs> And all of those positions that you mentioned are important. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if brands realize how important it is to have different people of different size, background experience, mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. different adventures of moving, like how you move. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. important to have all of us on or have a representation of us on these or at the table um, mm-hmm. or on these committees because the opinion may look seem very different. Um, mm-hmm. How we how we move, what our chafing might look like, what this might look like. The, yep. the, is the cup deep enough for the bra? Exactly, like, exactly. like, let's talk about it. All right, I might have a smaller bra, back size, but the cup size not deep enough. You know, mm-hmm, all those mm-hmm, things, all those mm-hmm. things. It's not just a bra, but yeah. Um, Tommy's eyes are glazing over, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Listen, Tommy, know I'm getting on my soapbox. So this is my this is my area. Listen, I am all about. Listen, I hope whatever meeting you have tomorrow is about a high support bra. Because right now I'm using their ener- their energy bra, and I love it. But I would love to have another one that you know supports the girls. Anyway. Well, no, and- <laughs> it's really great. Run times. Yeah. If you haven't no. tried that yet, which one? The run times bra. It's oh. high impact. Oh, I'll try that one. Okay, I'll go get this. As soon as we get off of here, I'll go order one online. Well, I, I want to applaud, um, well, yourself as well as Lululemon because it's not like you're not just a poster. 
That's what I want to say. You're not just a poster. You're not just I'm something. Not just a poster or a billboard. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm don't forget the billboards. They're actually letting you have Cream input on their product. Yes. Right. So that's what I love. I, I love that. And that is, I, I think that's really revolutionary. Um, and not, and I, I, there's never been a time at with, with some other brands. Um, I've sometimes felt, um, a little tokenized mm. and, um, you know, whether it was a long-term partnership or a short-term, but I've never felt that way. Um, and, you know, again, every interaction has been kind and thoughtful. Um, there's a lot of back and forth and, and sometimes it's annoying, but I'm like, but this is how the work gets done. This is, this is how you reach a point where it's, uh, it's equitable. It, everyone has been involved. Everyone's input uh, has been involved. Uh, and it's this, and it's a product or an experience that serves a lot more people. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Kudos to them for that. I think it's, I mean, it's just so great to be a part of that. Yes. And we are excited because they, the race is coming here. The 10K <laughs> is coming to Atlanta in October and we are super hyped about it. Were you excited when you heard about that race? I know you I, go a lot of road running, but. So I'm excited about it now and I'll tell you why, because I, okay. I am, this year has been a, a really busy year. And so like, and I'm, t- I've taken a break from super long distances. Okay. And, uh, I, I'm excited about a run- running a 10 K I've, I've never been excited about running a 10 K, mm, but I, okay. but I'm like, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing training that won't make me tired all day <laughs> that part. and, and working <laughs> and, you know, working and working on my running form. And, um, running in the bliss feel shoe (laughs) because I really like them. Um, That photo shoot was in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and yeah, and, and just, and, and getting back into the racing scene, I've, I've done two other 10 Ks this year. um, And I'm looking forward to that one. And, um, and I don't, you know, I just, I'm really, looking forward to the people that will be there and like maybe and and bringing some newer runners into the mix uh, because you know 10k is a doable distance for a lot of people uh you know if they start training even now they'll be able to finish it and you know and and I'm going to be in the back and and I think that's really important it's really you, you know it's yeah it's really important to have somebody like slow <laughs> um Hey, because it's like, oh, somebody like me is out here too. And as a, somebody that, you know, w- that gets to work with that company is out here too, representing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not because not everybody can run a seven minute mile or an eight minute mile or even a 10 minute mile. Mm-mm. And because um, I'm not that person. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be that person. I mean, I did once, but that didn't end well. Um, <laughs> It's not my pace, not my pace. And, and um, so I'm excited about that. I, you know, and, and, and I've never really run in Atlanta. So, um, so this will be a great opportunity to do so and then go to poor Calvin's afterwards. Yes! What's up about poor Calvin's? Girl, please tell me you get the lobster fried rice. What do you uh, get? Yes, I do. Yes, yes! I do. Thank you very much. <laughs> what you know? 
know about pork. That's what's up. Okay, the lobster fried rice is bomb. Tommy, you're looking crazy. Have you never been to pork Alvin's? If you no. haven't, I'm taking oh, you. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You need to go to pork Alvin's. Take it's Heather so good. And the baby and everybody. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. it's mm, mm. Yes, pork Alvin's. Okay. You hear that Lululemon free dinner? <laughs> pork Alvin's. Pork Alvin's. Yes. After the race. Yes, thank you. Well, that is really exciting. We are truly excited to meet you in person, feel all your energy, soak up all the goodness and the greatness that we know that is going to be um, here in Atlanta on that weekend. Now, I have one more shameless question for Uh-oh. you, Verna. <laughs> Myself and Tommy are both running the New York City Marathon for the first time. My hometown Mm. marathon. Yes. Yes. Any any advice for us? Anything you want to tell us that, you know, you feel like we should know? Do we have a few more hours? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can have a side conversation. (laughs) You're going to have such a great time. The Verrazano Bridge is their crosswinds and headwinds and backwinds. And I guess those are called tailwinds. And um, that first mile really sucks. So Mm. don't don't judge the rest of your marathon on that that first mile because it's and it's also uphill Mm. Uh, and make sure you're on the top level of the bridge because, you know, you don't want to get sprayed by anybody relieving themselves Mm. uh, um, in that first mile because that always happens. Um, (laughs) It is not an urban myth. It's real. Um, And uh, yeah. and have fun. The crowds are really fun, mm-hmm. especially in Brooklyn, you know, because it's the best borough, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they really come out. Um, and that first Avenue stretch is uphill. Okay. It's a false flat. Okay. Got it. The rest of it is a false flat as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've heard about that. Atlanta is not the flattest place to run. So oh, I don't I know? Yeah, Tommy and I are a little bit uh, more pre- I guess prepared in that manner, but mm-hmm. also not prepared at the same time because it's well, it's, it's those long, those yeah. long insidious hills that yeah. you don't like visually see them as hills, but you're like, what is wrong with me? Why exactly. am I? You why, know? Am I why do I feel like I'm mud? Mm-hmm. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, it's fun, and like all the New Yorkers come out, and um, my my family used to always give out water. Like they weren't Aww. one of the they weren't one of the official um, <laughs> um, you know, aid stations, but like they would get give out water anyway, right? <laughs> and candy and stuff. Like yeah. I don't think you can do that anymore. But, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 you know it's one of my favorite road marathons uh, because it's so joyful and everybody becomes nice. Mm-hmm. For for the the couple of hours, and then you go back to being New Yorkers, right? Right. We don't have that much energy. Come on, y'all. What's what's a good uh what's a, a good restaurant to celebrate my my finish in Manhattan? Oh man, um, oh gosh, uh, what kind of food do you want? Uh, what what is New York? You know, because like when we did Chicago, yeah, of course, everybody went everything. to the Chicago, everybody went to the pizza place. But no, what's, uh, what's you, New York mean- for? The casserole place, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <and> pizza. <laughs> the shade. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> the casserole, the casserole pizza. The casserole pizza. I wasn't impressed when I had a casserole pizza. Um, I mean, it's good, but don't call it pizza. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I get, there's so many I, places. New York is is full of everything. Everything. Um. I mean, lottery. I mean, if you want expensive, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, 
I like to have high tea at the plaza, um, <laughs> which is I, I do. I actually do. <laughs> I mean, actually, any, that actually sounds really cool. You know, like, to, I mean, if you're finished it. in time and you go to the plaza and have high tea, it's amazing. I mean, okay. it really is amazing okay. um, and expensive. Um, so save up a lot of money. Um, but literally anywhere, anywhere you go, <laughs> I, I would actually head down to the village because there's so many co- cool places down there. Okay. Uh, it's the West Village. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite place is in the East Village, actually. It's called Veselka. It's a Ukrainian place and they have pierogies. Okay. Pierogies upon pierogies, like all kinds of pierogies. Okay. And it is. I mean, if you want to carb up after your race, go to Fasilka. I will. I can email you that. Um, yeah. And it's 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 fantastic. Let us know. Mm, Let us potatoes know. and pasta and cheese and meat. I mean, what more can you ask for? Exactly. Right. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Listen, I am here for. It. I might have to. Well, you might have to email some other options to us. Let us know where we should we'll go. We'll do. We'll do. Yes. Tommy, Absolutely. I know I took up all the. You have any other questions? Because I know I just was like, I'm asking all the questions. <laughs> no, this was great. I there truly enjoyed listening to you tell your stories. You remind me a lot of my family because that's what we do. We sit around and just act out stories mm-hmm. all the time. So, loved it. And I feel like every time you probably tell a story, it's probably in a different way, maybe with a different different detail. Uh, you know. Yeah. Detail, you know? Mm. Spice it up. Like, who's the audience? I got yep. you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the audience was a little different today. So mm-hmm. you're a little mm-hmm. different. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. And it was truly, truly, truly a pleasure um, to have you on our show today. So honored. Thank you so much. Continue to be amazing. Continue to be. To continue to do all of the greatness that you're doing. Don't tell anybody you can't pick up another adventure because you can. Keep doing it. <laughs> Keep doing it. I am so excited. I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank y'all. Yes, yes, yes. All right. And we right. will see you in, in October. October. Yes. yes. For oh a little limit 10K. Yes. We'll be here before we know it. <laughs> so our listeners in Atlanta, or if you are flying to Atlanta, because I do know some people that are flying to Atlanta Myrna is going to be in town. So make it happen. And if you're going to be partying in the back in the back of the pack with us, come on. I am ready. I'm excited. Let's make it a party. So. Let's go. Yes, party on the pavement. Party on the pavement. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. All right. What a great conversation. Yes. God. Listen, Myrna is so amazing. And she is just an amazing individual doing amazing things in this. I'll just say in this adventure and movement space, because she's (laughs) more than running. She's cycling. She's she's skiing. She's doing so many other things and just blessing a lot of our timelines and blessing these brands that she's been able to connect with and help out and partner with and do all the amazing things. So thank you so much, Myrna, for coming on our podcast. Yes, thank you so, so much. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, India, if they need to contact you to see how to get in touch with the Mernovator, how, how will they do that? Well, you can hit me up on Instagram. I do check my DMs. I underscore of underscore Indigo, E-N-D-I-G-O, run. So that's I of Indigo, run. And you can also email me at contacts at milesfromindia.com. And my website is milesfromindia.com. And you can hit me up at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com or on Instagram at tmitch68. 
Another great episode. Amazing episode. Thank you so much, guys. And don't forget to go register for the Lululemon 10K that's taking place here in Atlanta on October the 22nd. Sign up. We want to see you guys. Definitely. Y'all have a good two weeks. Bye.